Welcome to Faithful Doubt. My name is Jordan. Uh, this is our second episode in our uh, current series where we're going through the five W's, uh, the five questions that I, that in my life I have most often received from both Christians and non-Christians about uh, concerning our doubts about uh, God and faith and the Bible and Christianity. And so last week we talked about uh, what is the Bible all about, what is uh, Genesis specifically all about. And um, through our conversation uh, about about Genesis, I, I said, instead of asking, what is Genesis all about? What is the Bible all about? We should be asking, who is it all about? Um, and that, I think, ultimately leads to God. And uh, so today I want to talk about who is God? What, can we know God? Um, who is he? Um, and so I want to start by saying, let's let's remove scripture uh, for a little bit here um because if you're non-christian if you're an anti-christian if you're uh, a believer of a different faith um obviously you don't subscribe to the authority of scripture and, and you don't see it as truth and um so that that causes issues right off the bat so do we need the bible um to know there's a god i don't think so and that's what i'm going to kind of talk about here for a moment um, so whenever you remove scripture from this conversation, who is God? Uh, I think you naturally go towards the realm of, of science um, and scientific questions. Uh, and, and science obviously explains how things work, not necessarily why, why we're here or uh, who God is. But, can't, but can science disprove God or prove God? Uh, I don't think so. Um, but can it lead to one of those two conclusions? I do think it can. And what, so, you know, a natural scientific question to ask is, well, how did everything, how was everything created? You know, we know that nothing, uh, something can't come out of nothing. So how did, how was everything created? And a lot of Christians get into the argument of creationism versus evolution. And, and um, I'm not going to do that today, but, uh, I, I tell my students all the time, I, I personally, uh, whenever we're talking about science, I personally find the Big Bang Theory to be, uh, provide a lot of evidence towards the existence of a God. You know, it doesn't even have to be the Christian God. I, I find that that theory in science actually leads to the existence of God. And as we, uh, you know, I'm simplifying the science, I'm not a physicist, but we know that uh, in that theory, we, we say that we don't know what happened for the first uh, couple of seconds before the Big Bang. And uh, we don't know what caused the Big Bang. And we don't know where all this, uh, all the material and all the atoms and uh, particles and everything within the universe, we don't know where it all came from. Uh, so that right there tells me there is something. There's If, if the Big Bang explains how if the Big Bang explains the natural elements and the material elements of our universe, there must be something supernatural that caused the natural. Because science will always say that there's a there's a a, a reason there's there's a a how for anything natural, anything material. But it it can never it can never prove the supernatural because that's not what it's there for. Science is there literally to prove the natural. So. Uh, or yeah, prove the natural and question uh, the process by which things happen. So uh, the supernatural, in my opinion, had to cause the natural. Not uh, something can't come out of nothing, 
And if there is a God, he or she would not be bound by the very laws that exist within our universe. So time, gravity, um, the laws of thermodynamics, you know, and also there would be no beginning and end to that thing. It, It would be infinite. He or she would be infinite. So to me, um, I don't know how you how you explain how everything came to came into existence uh, without the supernatural. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you have. I don't know how you get around that. And I welcome um, feedback and pushback on that. Um, but more specifically, I don't know. How, like when you look at the fine tunement of the universe and and the galaxy, like the Earth is just the exact amount of distance away from the sun for carbon atoms and and life uh, on Earth to exist. Um, Gravity is just, you know, the right, uh, gravity is just right enough that we can have life. Um, When the Big Bang happened, I think think gravity was just right enough that that the particles were able to form stars and and galaxies and planets. Um, And if it had been any stronger, everything would have been clumped together. Um, and if, if it was any weaker, it would never have created planets and stars. If I'm wrong on that, someone correct me, but I believe that's, that's the, that's the theory of fine tunement as well. Like when we look at the universe, things are so fine tuned. Um, it, it leads me to the analogy of any object, really. You look at airplanes and I, and I, I use airplanes because I went to college to be a pilot. I never, uh, finished that, but I did learn how to fly. Um, I learned how a plane works, and I've always been fascinated by airplanes, specifically World War II era at aircraft and how they work. And um, uh, my point, the analogy I'm using here is, I I didn't know I didn't have to know how lift, the angle of attack, and of the wings and the flaps and uh, the fuel and the engine and how all that worked and the controls. I didn't. I didn't need to know how all those things worked together for the plane to take off. I knew that the plane could fly before I knew how all that worked. I've, I've flown in planes. I've seen planes fly. I know that the plane works. I don't have to know how it works to know it works. I also uh, don't have to know how it works to know that someone created the airplane, right? Um, I know that plane didn't just randomly happen. I don't think if you were to give... 20 billion years that the plane would just randomly come together. I mean, um, so uh, time and and randomness can't, I don't think, explain how the plane came into existence. So using that same analogy, do I have to know exactly how God created everything to know, first of all, that it was created, but secondly, to know who he is? Um. And, and that's when you look, that's why I think when you look at creation and it says in Romans uh, that, that, that God is self-evident to everyone. No one is without excuse because creation, through creation, God is self-evident to us all. When we look out in creation and we examine it and we study it, we, I think the natural conclusion is that something or someone created everything. So, which leads me to the next point. Can we know who that person is? And this is probably where a lot of people um, have their issue. It might not be um, the existence of God. I think a lot of people believe that there is something, uh, that there is something greater than ourselves. Um, But I think where people get stuck is, can you actually know 
who God is. If we're finite beings, can we know an infinite being? And um, for my own life, I'll just explain how I think we can't, how I've, how I've come to know God. Um, and that is through reason and rationale, but also through experience. So it's not just here that I know God. Um, it's also here. Um, and so as I've reasoned and used rationale uh, through scripture and, and science and, and other sources to know God, I have those arguments in my head for why I, I can reason that God exists, right? And those can be dismantled. They can be weakened. People who are much wiser and much smarter than me, you know, can dismantle those arguments. But what can't be dismantled so easily is the experience that I have in my relationship with God. So there's more than just the head. There's more than just uh, knowledge and knowing God. Um, I've experienced God through more than the than the rational and the material. But that's where I, I, I think people have an issue because then does that become subjective to everyone's experience? Um, can everyone, can, is there more than one God? Uh, can everyone kind of make up their own God? And, and I think that's why once we were, you know, we removed scripture earlier, I think you have to bring it back. There has to be an objective source of truth and, and, and a way to know God. And I think that's exactly why we have the Bible is it's, this is the way we can have a relationship. We can start a relationship with God and we can know who he is. Um, but the, here's the problem with scripture, right? Um, we have to be as objective as possible, but if, if what Jesus did on the cross, if Jesus, if God really came down to earth in the form of Jesus and, his, and, the, and gave his only son to us, and Jesus lived this perfect life without sin, and then he was betrayed placed on a cross, murdered, and, and all of our sin and all of our judgment is, is placed on him in that moment. And he experiences the cosmic judgment of all of our sin, past, present, and future. And he takes it all upon himself. And he doesn't just wipe away our sin. He actually credits us with his life, with his good deeds. And so when he, when he dies and, and he's in a tomb for three days and then he rises again, he defeats death. And now on Judgment Day, when God sees you, God, God doesn't see Jordan. He sees Jesus. He sees Jesus' uh, life and death. And he sees how Jesus took my sin um, and, and everyone else's. If that is really true, and now we can, and now we can know God through Jesus. He is, our, he is, the, he is the way we can know God. If, if that's true then that changes everything, right? I mean, that that transforms your life. That changes your life. That changes the very, that shakes the very existence uh, of my own life. Um, so if that's true, it's really hard to be objective about uh, about scripture, right? Because it's so important that, I mean, that's that's everything. Um. So let's put it this way. You have a judge overseeing a case where uh, he is financially invested into a company that, you know, has committed a crime or whatever. And the, and the judge will gain financially, um, will, will benefit financially from however the case turns out. Well, the judge, if it was a good judge, would recuse uh, himself from that case. Uh, 
so as Christians, here's the problem. We can't, we can't recuse ourselves from scripture because it is so important. It is so life-changing. Um, so we have to be as objective as possible, but we also have to recognize that we can't be totally objective when reading scripture. And therefore that's what kind of causes issues with non-believers. We, you just can't be totally objective about this. And so, um, that's, that, that is our attempt to know God. Uh, our theology is grasping, we're finite beings trying to grasp the infinite and, and understand who he is. And I think once you start wrestling with who is God, what, what created everything, what is it all about? I think that leads you to the next question, which is, why are we here? What is our purpose? Um, why, why do we exist? Um, and if there is no God, if Jesus didn't come to save us and, and die on the cross and, and defeat death, then what is, why does anything matter, right? What, if all that matters is material, then why does anything that I believe really matter? Why does anything you believe really matter? Um, what, we have no purpose. We're just here uh, to die and become worm food. And then after so many trillions of years, nothing will exist and nothing will have ever mattered in this life um, and throughout the existence of the universe. Once it dies out, uh, nothing will have ever mattered. So then what, what is the point? But if God does exist and we can know him, then everything matters. So that leads us to the next question, why? Why did God create us? Why are we here? Why do we exist? And so uh, I hope um, I've gotten the conversation started on, on this question, who is God? Um, can we know God? And uh, if, if you have questions, please comment below. Um, if you're unsure of something I've said or you would like further clarification on something I've said, please let me know. I'll do my best to clarify those things for you. Um, if you're new to Faithful Out, please click join on our group page and uh, you'll just have to answer some questions. Um, but we're so glad to have you join us and uh, welcome to this community where we're wrestling with our faith, or excuse me, we're wrestling with our doubts and our faith um, and how those uh, go together. Now, uh, I'll say this uh, to end the video. I think it's uh, just as important to be skeptical about our faith as it is to be, I think it's just as important to be skeptics of our doubts as it is skeptics of our faith. We must doubt our doubts as well as doubt our beliefs um, because that's, that, that's intellectually being honest, right? We, we, if we have doubts, then we need to actually doubt our doubts to see where we're wrong or where we're right. So uh, I, I hope going forward, we kind of have that mindset throughout these videos, throughout any discussion we have on the page, okay? Uh, my name is Jordan. Uh, again, please comment below with your questions. And uh, remember, who is it all about? Not what is scripture all about? It's all about Jesus. And can we know Jesus? I, I think we can. I think scripture provides a way for us to know him, but I think there are other ways that we can know who God is and if he exists. I'll see you next time.